the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Right, so here I am, the Bowtie Guy, and that's awfully loud. That's better. Uh, sorry, I had to turn that down a little bit. Uh, I am here rolling solo today on the Mess It Up podcast. Uh, did not arrange for a guest to come on the show, so it's just me today, and uh, hopefully that works out okay. Um, a couple of things that I want to point out to you uh, up front. Uh, one of them is our email address. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can email bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com if you uh, want to talk to me specifically. If you just want to send some info into the show, maybe an idea for a show or a song of the week suggestion or a word of the week suggestion, uh, or you've got a, a person who would uh, have a great story to put on the show, uh, you can email that to me at info, well, not to me, but to intern Dave, info at messituppodcast.com, and he will sort through all that and give me anything that I need to see and, and take care of your needs if I don't need to hear it or uh, uh, deal with it uh, personally. Uh, intern Dave does all that for us in a great way. Uh, if you uh, want to follow us on any of our social media, we are out there on Facebook. We are out there on Instagram. We are out there on Twitter. We're even out there on Reddit and uh, MySpace. So please check us out in those places. Look for uh, Mess It Up Podcasts or Messed Up Ministries on Reddit uh, to take care of uh, <clears throat> those social needs that you might have in this time of social distancing. And uh, I really want to encourage you to interact with us. Uh, it gets um, social media without having interaction is really difficult to do on my part uh, because I'm uh, uh, sometimes just talking into a barrel and hearing my own voice echo back at me. And I love to hear your voices. I'm not looking for someone to agree with me. I'm just looking for someone to, to respond or comment. So uh, if you've got responses or comments, um, good, bad, negative, or, or whatever, just love to uh, join in a conversation with you and... and uh, and get to know you a little bit better out there in the world of social media. So find us on those different spots, and that would be outstanding. Uh, I write a blog on Monday mornings that you can check out, maybe respond to. It's called Minister of Mocha, and that's found at ministerofmocha.com. comes out every morning, been, uh, Monday morning. been doing it now for a little over five, five and a half years. Um, so there's a lot of back reading for you if you want to take care of that. Also, I uh, want to remind you that the book is out there. That would be... Uh, Still in Beta by Paul Pippin. Uh, you can find it on Amazon Books uh, for Instagram uh, for um, Kindle. You can find it on Apple Books for your iPad. And you can also get a paperback if you like to read an actual paper version of a book by going to Amazon and searching for Still in Beta. And um, I, I appreciate all of you who have read the book. If you've read it and, and finished it, please go on there and give us a a review and a rating because that helps new people to find it. And uh, if you bought the paperback version of it, share it with someone, let them read it or, or tell someone about it. I'd love it if you uh, uh, suggest it to people on your uh, social media and um, you know spread the word about the book because um, 
Uh, I didn't write it to become rich. Um, and that's definitely not happening. But I did write it so that people could hear the no story. And uh, I tell everybody the same thing about the book. Uh, if you only read half the book, you'll hate me. But if you read the entire book, you will love God because it's a story about how God loves us. And um, it's a great story of redemption for me and for my family. And I hope that it blesses you. So uh, check out the book, Still in Beta. Uh, and that would be outstanding. And uh, last week, Kim was on the show and she talked about our Patreon. And uh, she is uh, our biggest supporter on Patreon. Uh, she's, she signed up for several different Patreon spots just because that's how much she believes in it. And I would just love to have you check out our Patreon. So go to messituppodcast.com, click on that become a patron button. That'll take you to our Patreon page. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can make a difference in the bottom line on this ministry. And uh, it's just a, a way to say thanks and uh, help me do the things that I'm doing. Um, it's... Um, you know, right now there's there's no other job for me than this, and and that's where the money comes from. So I really appreciate all of you who support us financially, and I would just encourage you to to start at a dollar, and if it works out for you, you know you can bump it up to a five or a ten or even a twenty-five or do several of the twenty-fives if if you want to, uh, because uh, it does does help the bills get paid and uh, makes it so that we can do these things that we're doing and uh, stretch farther. We just launched Messed Up Ministries officially uh, last week. We had our first board meeting and you had some of our board members on as, as guests. You heard them talk. Uh, if you haven't heard last week's show, go back and check it out. Uh, Kim and Giselle were on and it was, it was just a hoot. Uh, but um, that is our way of trying to get more people into the prison. And so we're looking to raise funds on that. So uh, your contributions to this podcast help out with uh, Messed Up Ministries as well so we can get started. Um, we need some office equipment and uh, various things so that we can do some marketing and, and just operate as, a, as a, uh, a nonprofit organization properly. So we really appreciate all that you do for us. Thank you so much to all the patrons. And uh, as always, if you join Patreon, uh, you get a free copy of the book. Uh, so, uh, just let me know, uh, when, well, when, when you join, I'll, I'll send you an email and ask you what, what version of the book you want, if you want it on Apple books or Kindle or a paperback version, uh, and we'll get that out to you as soon as we can. Uh, so thank you for doing that. Also, we have our, um, our word of the week this week and, uh, the word of the week this week is resist, which means to definitely refuse to surrender. And I heard that somewhere on the radio as uh, we've been driving around over the last couple of weeks. I was just talking to Bev uh, before I started recording. And I said, where did we hear that? Because I wrote it down. I put it in my notes and I thought it was so good. Just that idea of, of to definitely refuse to surrender something when you resist. And in our recovery, we're resisting the urge to act out or to take or to use or to look at or to binge or to spend or, or whatever it is that we're doing with our addictions. And we try to resist that in, you know, in so many ways so that we can keep on having healthy lives. And we're talking now about resisting the, the negative that comes into our lives and, and the, 
the treatment of people in our, our world that is just um, becoming so hateful and is brought to the to the forefront here. So I wanted to use resist as my word of the week for this week. So uh, if you can use that in your sentences this week, I really encourage you to do that. And I'm doing something special this week. No bonus points for using resist. But I want you to just go out there and resist that negativity. Uh, I used to call it having a negativity fast. And just when that urge to be negative or that urge to act out or that urge to go back to old ways comes in, resist it. Call someone. Write me an email. Uh, you can send me a text. I'm going to give you the phone number right now. It's 760-608-1942. That's my personal number. Send me a text and tell me, Bowtie Guy, I need to resist something. And I'll just I'll send you some encouragement. We can have a, a conversation with a, a uh, text or or you can call me or whatever it is and I'll I'll do what I can but it's just so important to me that we resist these negative uh, things that are coming at us and I just I feel like there's a lot of heaviness in our world right now and and I get I get bursts of hope from different corners and sometimes they're corners that I expect them from and sometimes they're not uh, they're unexpected. And, and I got to say, one of the places that I've been getting a lot of uplifting hope uh, this past couple weeks has been from a person who was on the show just a couple weeks ago, uh, Becca, um, that was on talking about Enneagrams and uh, just the way that she looks at the world for a person of her age um, and uh, just a, a young lady that's got her head screwed on straight and uh, it gives me hope that... Uh, you know, that when I'm older, that the world will be in, in good hands. Uh, so, so thanks Becca uh, for that. And, um, you know, keep on fighting that good fight. So, uh, what I want to talk today about is, uh, and this is an idea that's been in my, my big ideas column, excuse me, I'm going to cough. <coughs> it's so difficult when I'm doing the show by myself because I don't have anybody who can carry on while I cough. Um, but it's been floating around in my big ideas spreadsheet um, for, well, a couple of months now. I've just been pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down. And, and I thought, well, I'm here today and, and, and this is what I want to talk about is the difference between being a believer and being a follower. And that, that can mean so many different things to so many different people. <clears throat> And, and I want to look at it, you know, definitely from a, a Christian standpoint and being a believer of Christ, being a follower of Christ. And it, my, my initial reaction was like, all right, if you believe in something, you know, I believe in it. And I'm not just blindly following, but I believe in it. But as I started to look at that more in depth, I started to change my, my thoughts on what it really was to be a believer and a follower. And, and we, we need to believe before we can follow Christ. We need to believe in him before we follow him. You know, we need to, to believe that he is God, that he is the son of God, that he has the power. We're, we're doing our, our daily steps on my Celebrate Recovery uh, Facebook page and Instagram page for our church. Uh, we do daily steps. And today I was recording step three, which, you know, says we... <clears throat> came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. That was, that was step two. And today was step three. We turned our lives and our wills over to the care of Christ because we believed it. And then we became a follower of it. 
You know, we, we, we bought into his lordship and then we sold out for him and, and became that, that sold out Christian where we were going to, we were going to do what it took to become more Christ-like and, and hear those words, uh, well done, good and faithful servant at the end of, of our walk here on this, this planet. And I just, I, I feel like so often in my life, and I can't speak about anybody else's, but in my life, I've been a believer without following. And, uh, you know, we read in the Bible that, you know, even Satan believes, Satan believes in Christ, but he doesn't follow Christ. And for so long, I felt like it was good enough to just believe in, in him and, and not put any action to that, not put any, any legs to what I was doing in my day-to-day life to show that I was different because I was a Christian. It was just, yeah, I believe in God. Uh, I'm a good person, so I should go to heaven. And that would be nice. It would. I would love it if that was the way it worked, but but that's not the way I read it. Uh, I, I read that that I need to turn my will over. I I read it that I need to to follow Christ and and put my trust in Him. And when I put my trust in Him, that means I take it away from myself. I, I can't trust myself and someone else at the same time for the same thing. So if I put my faith and my trust in Christ, I've got to stop leaning on Paul to do these things and. I'm telling you people, that can be so, so very difficult. And it's um, it's something that I've just been wrestling with mentally, just this idea over the past couple of weeks. And as I've watched the world unfold the way that it is uh, now um, from a a pandemic standpoint, but then also from a social standpoint, it just, I think that we have to, we have to talk about these things. We have to discuss these things. We have to think about these things and we have to know where we stand on these things. And, uh, that's just something that, you know, is weighing heavily on, on my mind, uh, today. So, um, I'm going to leave it there for right now because I'm going to, I'm going to throw it to our song of the week, which is, uh, you know, this is coming out June 30th for this show, which means it's the last show before July 4th. So we'll have July 4th here in America, Independence Day. So I thought, well, I should come up with a freedom song and the song back in the early teens, I I think it was 2011, maybe Jesus culture put out a song called freedom reigns. And that's our song of the week this week, not just for for July 4th, but for so many other reasons that I'll talk about on the other side of the break. So right now, I just want you to give it a listen. Here's 90 seconds of Freedom Reigns. I'll be back on the other side of the break to uh, share some thoughts about that and other things with you. We'll see you in about 90. There is freedom. Lift your eyes to There is. 
So there you go. Freedom reigns in this place. Showers of mercy and grace falling on every face. There is freedom because Jesus reigns. I, this song is to try to pick out one part of a song and, and say what's important or stands out to me is really difficult. And this is where I really miss having a, a guest on the show because we can bring out several things from one person or from several people instead of just everything from one person. But everything in this song just speaks to me. It begins right at the beginning where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. And to just know that we have freedom through Christ. And a good friend of mine, Mark Godfrey, always talked about freedom being not the freedom to do what I want, but the freedom to not do what I don't want and to be able to say no to something or, or to be able to, to resist something or to be able to do something that might not be a, a problem but causes a problem for someone else. Like, like they talked about in Acts and, you know, if, you, if the food that you're eating causes your brother to stumble, well, then don't eat that food. You know, it's, it's not about what you can do. It's, it's like, what do, you, what do you not have to do? That's, that's, that's freedom. And we live in a country that's celebrating the 4th of July and we have great, incredible freedom in this country. But it's not hard to find just multiple instances of injustices where people aren't enjoying those freedoms. Uh, I'm reading a book right now called Centennial that was written back in the, the 70s, maybe the 60s, um, by Michener and, and it, it's going through the history of this little piece of land in Colorado and it's talking about the, the issue with the natives uh, in air quotes here, the Indians um, who were not from India um, and, and how they were just massacred through hatred and bigotry and I see you know just People crying out in hatred on, on all sides of issues. And I'm not looking forward to this presidential election because of the, the hatred that's going to come from the candidates towards each other. And, and it's, it's just so much lacking in civility for 
a job that is arguably the most powerful, important job on the planet and, and having a hard time finding civility in that. As I was watching uh, TV this week, my, my uh, Premier League soccer came back. Uh, British football is what you would call it over there in, in merry old England. <clears throat> and they all came back from the COVID break and on the back of every shirt was Black Lives Matter instead of somebody's name. And they stopped to honor the uh, healthcare workers that, that did so much during the pandemic to risk their own health and lives to try to help others who were suffering. And um, I know that's the, the job that they chose before there was a pandemic, but there's still um, a, a bit of admirability in sticking with that when you're in the face of it, because it can be easy to say what you do when you're not in the heat of a battle, but when, when the, the chips are down and, and the fire is on, you know, that's, that's where you find out what you're made of. You know, my, again, my friend Mark says, when you squeeze an orange, you find out what's inside of it. And, and we've been finding out what's inside of people. And as I was watching uh, TV, I saw a commercial. There's a, a series of commercials coming from Procter and Gamble, and it is just sort of challenging us on our thoughts. And um, I'm not going to apologize for offending people um, with this message. If if the message is offensive to you, write to me and, and talk to me. Let's let's have a civil discussion about why it's offensive to you. But. The, the point was made on this commercial that um, it said, being white in America is not needing to state your life matters. And when your life matters, you have power. And we, we were then challenged to like, not just say that racism is bad, but to be anti-racist, to fight against it and to do something, to resist that racism. And when, when we start to, cause I've heard the argument that it's not racism, it's just bias and, and bias is okay. And we all have a bias and, and, and to me, that's just trying to paint it and make yourself not look bad. And, and if you fall into that camp, well, I would really challenge you to, to think hard about what it is that matters. And, um, you know, Jesus we, we read, you know, that Jesus would leave the 99 sheep to go find the one. And he didn't say that those 99 others didn't matter, but the, the one was the one who needed his help right now. And, and the people who need help are the ones that we need to help. And if, if you can't see that there's been white privilege in America, then I just don't think you're really reading history. And if sure, you can point to a, a position where there's been poor white people, but, but by and large, I don't think that it's, history will stack up in favor of the whites being persecuted uh, and, and, and people of color having it on uh, easy street. And I think it's time as they stand up to resist the mistreatment by some uh, people, I think that it's, we need to stand together and listen, let me be super clear. Looting has nothing to do with 
expressing the need for your people to be treated better. All that's doing is saying, I'm an idiot and I'm taking somebody else's stuff because I, I'm an opportunist and that's wrong. But there are so many people who are out there trying to, to make a statement. And several years ago, Colin Kaepernick tried to make a statement by kneeling during the national anthem and people said, just stick to football. And, and now people are saying, why can't you just be peaceful? And, and peaceful didn't work at that point. I, I, I tend to stand with Martin Luther King and think that there's always time for peaceful, um, that, that when we start fighting each other, that that's not a way to get things done. You're just, you're beating people into submission and that doesn't last. But when you, when you love people into agreement, the, those tend to last more. I want us to resist that urge to hate any group of people. Are all cops good? No. Are all cops bad? Absolutely not. Are more good cops out there than bad cops? Without a doubt, there are way more good cops out there than bad cops. And are there more good white people out there than bad white people? Yes. Are there more good black people than bad black? Absolutely. And everybody has some, some parts that we could point to that would be negative. But when we paint with that broad brush stroke that just says, everybody is this, we're missing. We're missing a large portion of people who aren't that, uh, because, um, it's just too easy to find the exception. There's seven and a half billion people on the planet. Listen, not all of us can be good. Not all of us can be bad. And I don't think anybody is all good or all bad because we were all made by a creator who loves us and who wants us to resist that urge to go down the dark path, to do those things that would tarnish our Christianity that would not show love, that would show hatred instead of love. And, you know, we see bumper stickers that say, Jesus is love. And if you Google Jesus is, you will find so many positive things. But if you look at Christians are, Google that and just leave it and see the suggestions. Sometimes I think we fall short. I fall short of the example that Christ set. And I want to do better. And I want to resist that urge to do worse, to, to fall into the trap of hatred, of blame, of name calling, of finger pointing. When, when I call my enemy a name, that means I can't come up with anything good to convince you that they're wrong. So all I can do is smear them and give them a bad name. And that's just, that's just no way to go about it. And um, I guess I'm saying this for me and I guess it's good that I'm the only one on this podcast today because these words are for me to hear. And, and when I say them out loud, they resonate with me more. Um, and I hope that they resonate with you as well. And whether you agree or disagree, um, I want them to, I want to know. I want to know if you agree with me. Go on social media and say, hey, I heard the show and I agree. And if you disagree, I want you to go on social media and say, hey, I listened to the show and, and I disagree. And here's why. And let's have a civil discourse between us about it and, and not get into name calling or, or hatred because we can disagree on so many things. 
and still love each other. Uh, I'm pretty sure that if I compared my voter card to some of my best friends, they would not match up ever. (laughs) But that doesn't mean we don't still love each other and that we don't care about each other. Um, But I want to have the conversation and I want you to have the conversation. So so I I ask this every week to go have you go on social media and, and just talk. But I'd, I'd like to have us be a clean spot in social media, a safe haven from hate. I'd like to see us resist the negative, resist the name calling, resist the hate, resist the bad mouthing, resist the blame, resist the broad brushstrokes and cling to what Christ gives us, which is love for each other, love for those who need it, love even for those who don't deserve it. Because listen, one thing that I know, none of us have earned love from Christ. We've all been given it without question and all we have to do is accept it. All we have to do is follow. So join in the conversation with me. Uh, hit me up on, on social media. Send me an email. Just let me know that you're out there and that, that the words matter, that you're hearing what I'm saying. And, um, and that'll be good. Uh, I've got some guests lined up for the next couple of weeks, hopefully. Uh, I'm going to have a couple of, uh, of, of fun guests and interesting shows. And I'm sorry that this one was kind of a heavy one, but... Um, It's just sometimes I think we need to go to those heavy places. Um, If you're here in America, I hope you have a great 4th of July and I hope that you remember what freedom really means. And I hope that you exercise your freedom to resist all those things that we talked about today. Be safe, come back with all your fingers um, and uh, call someone if you you need to. If you're there at a party and and it's testing your sobriety, if it's testing your uh, recovery, Call a friend, call your sponsor, call accountability partner, call me, 760-608-1942. I'll answer um, and and we'll get places. So thanks for listening. Uh, Don't forget to check out Patreon. Uh, Check out the book, read it, pass it along to a friend, review the podcast on whatever you're listening to here, if it's iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud, review it, rate it uh, so that more people can hear, share uh, the show with uh, people, just ask them to listen. And um, through guerrilla marketing, we can get places and we can change lives. And uh, there's only so much that I can do, but there is so much that you can do. So uh, thank you, dear listeners, for being here. Uh, And I will see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.